1: Guys, hello everybody. Part two, part episode two. seventy-four. I remember part one. You remember part one? Yeah. So
0: seventy-four. Uh, yeah. We are continuing the okay. memory discussion. So in the first one, we started a little bit about the maybe you could say like the basic metaphysics and epistemology of memory, mm-hmm. but then we wound up focusing about the uh, ethical and political implications of that Mm -hmm. and then maybe in this episode we can kind of go back to that original question of like what even it is where does it come from where Mm -hmm. is it all of these things yeah and you had asked that where question Mm -hmm. and it reminds me of something i always will uh like ask students when we talk about the mind body problem Mm -hmm. because i'll be like all right um, Talking about the brain, talking about this, talking about that. And then I say, imagine, a, mm. I usually pick like an ice cream sandwich. I mm-hmm. don't know why I just picked that one day. And then I'm like, all right, you could picture it. It's like perfect. You just opened mm-hmm. it from the wrapper. It has like a little bit of vanilla smudged over here. And then I get them to have a really vivid memory. Mm-hmm. Well, imagination, mm-hmm. not memory. Um, And I say, now, where is that? And they're like, huh? Oh, at the beach. I'm like, no, 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 no where is it like mm-hmm. where is that ice cream sandwich and mm-hmm. after a minute someone will be like oh it's in your head and then i'm like oh so if i crack open your skull mm-hmm. i'm gonna find an That's ice cream sad. sandwich in your head they're like well no it's in it's in your brain and i'm like well where in your brain can you hand it to me and then they're like oh and then like that because that kind of hammers uh the point home where it's like oh wow this This mind thing maybe is quite different from this brain thing. And Mm -hmm. you might think that not only imagination, but memory itself is in this conversation. Because Mm -hmm. let's say the first time me and you did this podcast, I drove to your house, right? And then we did all those episodes in one day. And then I remember uh, at night... um, I think, did you pour a little bit of whiskey? But I remember yeah. you had like a, uh, like, and people can go back and verify this. You didn't have your <laughs> battery in your fire alarm. Yeah, I didn't. So you would hear the like, Ding. yeah, yeah, like every few minutes or whatever. Yep. Um, so that happened. It happened within a specific time spatial constraint and no longer. Mm-hmm. Right. But I can recall that yeah. as many times as I want. I can modify it in any way I want. And if I'm hoosseral, I could like try to modify it in so many ways yeah. and find what stays the same throughout to find the essence of it. But the point is, um, it happened in your kitchen, this thing, when we were sitting there at the table at night. Yes. But where is my memory? Mm-hmm. My memory is of your kitchen. Yes. But where is my memory? Yeah. Is it like... like is it in space? Mm-hmm. Is it is it not in... So what's going on This it there?
1: a product of your mind, right? And, and is what does it, that even mean? Is it in your head?
0: Is it a physical thing?
1: Yeah, that's... Uh, uh, what do you think? Um, uh, um, here is... You're
0: like Socrates. Right you ask <laughs> the question. You're like, well, what do you think? <laughs> um, I, I think the question where is the memory maybe what you would call like a loaded question? Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it makes sense for like obviously casual conversation, but if you really break it down, you're like, well, in order for something to be somewhere, it needs to be uh, a thing in space. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure that memory is something that exists In in space. I think it has some kind of space to it, because I could distinguish between points on your table and like you were there and I was here. So th- there is space in it.
1: But it's not in space itself.
0: Like there's an experiential space of the memory because there was a real space in the happening. But there, it doesn't seem like a memory is happening within a real space. Mm. I mean, people would think this is crazy and they're like, well, it's happening in your brain. And like, okay, sure. I get it. There's different electrical impulses firing across different parts of my brain, which obviously exists in space. Mm -hmm. But my response to that is I, I don't think that the underlying neurological causes of the memory are the same thing as the memory itself. I think this is something that physicalists get wrong. I don't think the neural firings underpinning my pain is the same thing as a pain. Because in order to say that, you have to say the cause is the same thing as mm-hmm. an effect, which is crazy. Mm-hmm.
1: No, I agree. Agreed. No, definitely. I'm wondering, it's like, I'm thinking it's kind of, memory is kind of the light that we see right now. That even though it comes from different light bulbs, it feels like it's a uniform thing. And is where is this light, right? Mm-hmm. We can feel, we can, we could, we can understand where the light comes from, but we don't truly understand where is the light, hmm. kind of thing, right? Yeah,
0: maybe it's that. I mean, it's this memory question is just a uh, a version, a specific version, or a specific entry point into the problem of mind more generally.
1: Uh, so, uh, speaking of so, interesting you say that. So, I'm assuming that you think that the Memory can only exist within the context of a self, a mind, whatever you want to call it, a consciousness. Yes. That is, at large, the location of it has to be within that. Lowercase l, yes. Yes, right? Yes. So there's there's no such thing as a memory detached from.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like, like we were talking about Barclay today in class. And how Barclay will say, like ideas only happen in a mind. I was trying to think of other examples. I think it said something like there is no like cold that exists outside of temperature. Like cold is already already situated within temperatureness. Mm. So I would say memory something like that. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Interesting. So I was thinking that and that's not surprising, honestly. Uh I was thinking that maybe I have a so memory for you. It's somewhere inside you, inside the. It's a it's a feature of interiority. Let's
0: say I would say it's a feature of interiority as a result of an external experience. Yes. No, no, I'm not okay. okay. That
1: that's we. I think we are in agreement with the fact that the memory is provoked by something that comes outside of you.
0: Or of an internal experience, like oh, me reflecting true. upon something. Sure. But
1: sure. That, that is, even in that case, you're posing this internal reflection as an yep, object. Unless we're a,
0: going pure innate then yeah, yes.
1: Of um, well, I I suspect that it is possible to to have an externalist view of memory. Where memory is not. Ooh, nec-
0: Chalmers talks about this, but keep going.
1: Necessary. I'm, actually, I don't remember. I'm, I don't think I'm familiar with this. But Chalmers, or at least not consciously. I might have read it and okay, okay. And then TED talk about it. Interiorized. No, I haven't watched it. Okay, okay. Uh, an exterior uh, version of memory, and I'm thinking specifically of the fact that maybe that goes together with the post-human stuff, right? Mm. I think that, especially today. It has always been like this, but especially today, um, I think it's very difficult to claim the memory exists only on the inside and not on the outside.
0: Okay. Um, so you're saying it's just not only on the inside, mm-hmm. it's not only on the outside, but it's, it's it in can be both.
1: both. It can be both.
0: Okay. Is it necessarily both, or it could be in one by themselves or the other?
1: Uh, I think it could be by themselves by. Okay. Uh, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Th- think of a picture. Mm-hmm. A picture is a memory.
0: Ah, uh, interesting. Right. Interesting. Isn't
1: it a memory? As if you find an old picture, you don't know who took it, but it's there. Isn't that a representation of something that's not? It that doesn't fit the the definition that we gave before. It's a representation of something.
0: It is an external representation of something.
1: Well, but is it a but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you're making that as like, that cannot be a memory because it's internal. Okay. Well, instead I'm saying, well, because it's a representation, it is a memory. In this case, it's external. Okay. Right?
0: Yeah, I understand. If if the criteria is representation in general, then you would say the, the photo is a memory. But yeah. if you limited it to internal, you would say the photo is not a memory. What about a painting?
1: Same. Yeah. Ooh, a realistic painting? No, like if I'm... An expressionist painting? Yeah. Yeah, sure. That's what I'm saying. It can be... Like a memory of my trauma or something. It can be allocated in a picture, in a painting, on Mm -hmm. a computer. Like, think of those podcast episodes, right? Aren't those pieces of our memory that's allocated on SoundCloud, Spotify, whatever it is?
0: I was going to say, like, what about a journal entry?
1: Journal entry, yeah. A song? Yeah. Okay. So... So If if that's the case, a memory... But not just those things that are purposely... If you want, created it. Because I think that the objective of some of these things, mm-hmm. specifically the, the photograph, it is to create a memory of mm-hmm. something, right? Even the painting, if the painting is trying to represent something that happened one time, the journal entry, the podcast, all those things, they might be things that are purposely made in order to be reaccessed by somebody, mm-hmm. Right. But there might be some things that are outside of us that were not – the purpose wasn't that. And they still are loaded with memories.
0: Okay. So when we moved into the house, it's an old house. Yeah. So we had a bunch of stuff Mm -hmm. that was there that was not ours. Mm -hmm. One example is a back scratcher Mm -hmm. that was just in our linen closet.
1: That's – (laughs) like both creepy and
0: and after a while claire was like can we like get rid of this back scratcher (laughs) that's next to our towels and stuff and i was like yeah yeah we could do that um so that's one example so you're saying the back scratcher it wasn't created like a photo or a journal or a recording to be a memory but because it was involved in all these things and
1: is it carrying a memory is it carrying a memory or is it the memory itself Hmm. Because I think that for example, books are memories. Books are you know
0: of the author or the previous readers?
1: Both. Hmm. But they they and again we're talking not so much about the fact that they I'm saying they are memories, right? But really hmm. we're talking about the location of it. That's all I need to prove, right? At the end of the day, to prove that they exist in a outside, spatial
0: object. Ah, and they are okay.
1: outside of us, right? Okay. So if those things are carriers of memories, then memory is not just an internal thing, but it has to do with the external. There is an ex- there is an external space of it. And it, we can even go further in saying that it can exist without a subject at all. Okay, here's a question. Because I think... As the producer of the memory, not as... the rece- I
0: the think conditionally that's true. If you <laughs> are able to place it in these things, then all that stuff follows. However, if that's the case, then wouldn't it count? Or wouldn't it be the case that... Every single material spatial object that has at some point been experienced by someone is a memory. It's like every part of Middlesex College is a memory. Oh, I wasn't supposed to. No, No, that's fine. fine. That's fine. It's okay. Okay.
1: There's three or four of them in the United States. Oh, you're fine. Yeah. I love being in London. (laughs) (laughs) There's one in London, too. Yeah. I know. We're at it right now. Exactly. You can edit that out if you want. No,
0: I don't think it matters. I think people know. Yeah, Yeah, mostly. (laughs)
1: Um, But I, so
0: here's the thing, right? No, I should definitely edit it out because of the weird stuff in the last episode. Okay, So so technically, every part of a college or university or every part of every house or every street or every store is a memory. So just everything in industrialized society is a memory.
1: This is why I was making the difference. is they're not necessarily memories, mm-hmm. they carry memories.
0: All the house of memories. Yes.
1: Uh. It's which is different. Because I think that in what you were saying at the beginning is that the only house that the memory can have yeah. is inside of somebody. Okay. But instead I'm saying, no no no. Those things can be housed outside of somebody. Like in a picture, in a okay. building.
0: In a... i have a little pushback of course however mm-hmm. i don't think it's a pushback of the entirety of it i already can i i know what the but <laughs> just write it down okay what i'm gonna say is uh if you so when i asked you originally i said something like do you think the memory exists in the interplay between the internal and the external, or could it both be in the internal by itself and in the external by itself? And you would said that. Mm-hmm. It could be in the internal, it could be in the external, or it could be in the interrelation between them. Mm-hmm. So I would be willing to concede that possibly um the memory is in the interaction between the internal and the external object, like the book or the house or whatever. But I could not would not concede that it could only ever be in the external object apart mm. from the internal.
1: No, I disagree with that, at least partially. So there are certain things, and this is why I was saying I think I know where you're going with this. So if we're talking about a building,
0: mm-hmm.
1: if we're talking about the unintentional memories, right? Mm-hmm. And Things that are made not purposely to be house of some memories, let's say, right? To be memories itself, however we want to say it. In those situations, you need the both things, right? You need it needs to be internal and external. In fact, in order for me to capture the memories that are housed in, I don't know, Grand Central Station, I need to have somehow something stored in me that will let me access that. Okay. Right? So I need to be... Otherwise, I just... It's a second-hand memory, if you want. It it's becomes like it's not a true memory. But let's assume that uh, I forgot in nineteen twenties. I was in uh, Grand Central Station. I saw Al Capone there, mm-hmm. and uh, all of a sudden, uh, I forgot about this specific thing. And I go to Grand Central, and then I see a specific tile on the wall. It reminds me of the time that next to the style there was Al Capone face, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. So the tile on the wall is housing the memory, and it unlocks, kind of also what's in my head, right? And that's
0: the interaction. That's one. the interaction one. Okay. That's between
1: the two. But when it comes to a book, a picture, a book, especially when it comes to the other, not about the other readers, right? Uh-huh. The book has intended as the information it's inside it, uh, inside of it, or a picture, or a phone, somebody's phone, mm-hmm. or a computer. In those cases, I think that you don't need the interaction that those things are memories by themselves, uh, house memories by themselves. I don't need okay. anything in my head to unlock the picture, to unlock the is. memory that is the pic- in the picture of Grand Central Station in 1925. Okay. This
0: is interesting. So I have a, another like another question. Like a, I don't know if it's a thought experiment, but it's just – so let's say you have – The photograph of you and Al Capone (laughs) in Grand Central Station, and you're leaning against, you know, the subway tile Mm -hmm. outside the bathroom or something, and you say that for that photograph, the memory is just the photograph, Mm -hmm. right? And like, so I could stumble upon it, and I'm like, here is the memory, Mm -hmm. and someone else could be like, here is the memory, and then someone else could find a picture of it online mm-hmm. and be like, here is the memory. Is the thing in your mind, the photograph, and the thing on the computer screen, are they all the same thing?
1: They are memories of the same moment, but they're three different memories.
0: So three different memories, mm-hmm. but they're each... Okay. Can you talk the maybe no, a Emma little... is
1: the same. What's that? The Noemi is the same. Uh, No, I'm just joking. Well, the core is the same. You could say the
0: same. Maybe you could say the same thing. But like, what is the difference? So I think it might be interesting to say, what is the difference between the thing in your head Mm -hmm. and in the photograph when you're looking at the photograph?
1: When I'm looking at the photograph. Because
0: when I'm looking at the photograph, you could be like, well, one's in me and one is not in me. Mm -hmm. But like it might be interesting to see what the difference is when you have the memory and you're also holding the photograph. I
1: think think this is relatively simple, right? Has it ever happened to you that, you know, you think of an event or whatever, you think of yourself when you were like 17, 16, 15, whatever you want. And you have a specific image of you, right? Mm -hmm. You think that you look in a specific way, that you did this specific, that you carry yourself in a specific way. And then you, all of a sudden, you watch a video, or you see a picture of yourself at that age mm-hmm, doing exactly mm-hmm. this kind of stuff, and you're like, "Oh shit, I don't look like I thought I did hmm. i I look very different, oh look, I didn't remember this is different, right? There is a difference there, right, okay? There's definitely a difference in content of the memory, mm-hmm. let alone the feeling that you have by looking at it. It's like I don't know if it happens to you, but I am I might be perfectly happy and not embarrassed at all." when i think of a specific memory when i was 16 however if i see a video of that memory then also <laughs> i'm embarrassed right so what is the is the difference in
0: the like the form of the memory or the content of the memory like what's
1: different i think both of them are It's the okay. form and the content itself uh, because otherwise if the con- if it was just a matter of form it's very unlikely that it would produce two different feelings mm-hmm. right so it needs to be something within the content as well which makes it unique okay so which makes it a memory by itself a
0: memory by itself i'm wondering how you would uh there's probably an accompanying article but this thing about chalmers i was saying uh it came out within i don't know past few years like i didn't past- convince you did i about this external um <laughs> No. <laughs> I mean I'm thinking about it. I'm okay. thinking about it. I just think it's two different types of th- I think I think at best I would say it's two different types of memory.
1: Mm, they're not okay. Like like but you're, no, I, you're not willing to concede though, that memory can exist outside of. Yeah, of, I wouldn't like that word. Why? What's wrong with that?
0: Okay, because this is like saying do you want a sandwich? And then you're like, yeah. And then I hand out your, you put out your hand, and I put like a stick of dynamite in your hand. I'm oh, like, what? oh well, it's, well that'd be weird, right? Because I'm just, I'm like talking about <laughs> two different things that I'm giving, and you're like, that's not. So I feel like I, I know it's not exactly the same, but I was just trying to be funny, like, no, no, you. like an internal echo that seemingly doesn't have spatial or temporal limitations, even. Seems to be of such a different qualitative character than a like a physical object. Wait, though. It yeah. has
1: temporal limitations. It does. When you die, the thing is gone. Fair enough. So there are limitations with that thing as well. Okay. They are trapped into your interiority if you want. Okay. The quality of your, of your uh, how can we say? of your brain right if your brain deteriorates you forget things all the stuff you can that just sure. so there's the away,
0: contingence upon your biological
1: which is the same thing with a picture and okay. at the end, so from this perspective is similar so okay. what is the the old up okay. there
0: the picture a memory seems to have to be an act of uh, noesis Right, so I'm going back to Husserl. The act of consciousness. Okay. A memory is pointed at by consciousness. Okay. Right, but a photo, existing in an attic somewhere, not looked at by someone, is not an is not an object of of noesis. So, like, so, so, in other words, I can change my regard around some memory of me and someone when I was little, right? And that's how you know it's a memory. But there's nothing. Like that, like the photo is not floating in a conscious act.
1: But it's isn't that like kind of? Isn't you saying that by definition, uh, because of these parameters that Ozer or you have established, mm-hmm. those thing cannot. This thing cannot be a memory. The photo. That's exactly what I'm saying. It's, but that it doesn't. It's, again, the floating part. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that at the beginning of the first episode, I think, we did this. We said, what makes a memory a memory is the fact that I can access it whenever I want as many times as I want it. Mm -hmm. And I can kind of move around it. I can modify it a little bit. I can do these things because whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. So how is that different, again, than the picture or the video? Because the thing that you can modify is not really the memory, but it's the way you feel about it and the things that come out. Yeah, the regard. The regard. Yeah, you can do that with a picture too. All these things that we have said... You can look at the picture as many times as you want, whatever mm-hmm. you want, and all these things. I think it's just that you're saying that mm-hmm. I, I believe <laughs> that a picture cannot be God a, a damn. real <laughs> God damn it. Do a <laughs> thing. A, a picture cannot be a real memory mm-hmm. because it's not in the right space. To be a memory, which defeats the purpose of even inquiring if it is possible to be somewhere else, which is external. You're saying that no, no, no. A memory cannot be a memory because it's outside. Uh, a picture cannot be a memory because it's outside. Everything that's outside is not a memory. Mm-hmm. Period. But why? Because all the characteristics that we have pointed out as memories, mm-hmm. they seem to be. It's possible to to have them in a picture, in a video. Mm. So I
0: I would say it's partially similar. Like I don't think it's totally dissimilar, right? Like it's not actually like the difference between a thought and a stick of dynamite. Okay. But there are some differences, right? And so I'm going to go Leibniz. Leibniz has this thing, right? Like the law of identity of Mm indiscernibles where it's like if two things share exactly – I did you. You I just smacked the thing. (laughs) Uh, If two things share exactly the same properties – then they're identical, but if they don't, they're not. Mm-hmm. So, in the case of the the mental image, let's say, versus the the photograph that I'm holding in my hand, sure they share some physical properties, but because not a hundred percent of the properties are the same, that they're not. I don't think they're the same type. Um, so, for example, okay, do you, I noticed you said. With the photograph, you could still like kind of change your regard and all that stuff, just like an internal memory. Mm-hmm. So, like, why not, right? Only if it's interacting with the internal, not by itself. Technic- Unless you're going to go Barkley and Te- say in was, the mind of God. No, I, I, <laughs> I was about to
1: say, technically, we don't know that, but true, because you know, oh, if you want Barkley, but whatever. But I'm thinking though. So, are we claiming that? because a chihuahua and a great dane mm-hmm. are not identical they're mm-hmm. not the same thing they're not both of them are not dogs
0: they're types of dogs which okay. if you recall i said yes. these are maybe two different types of memory but they would have to be two different types they're the same maybe with respect
1: to some overarching both of them are memories so one is inside and one is outside is that that you're okay with that so there are two temper- two different types. There's internal memories and external memories.
0: I think I suppose the question would be: How different can two things be before they cease to be two different types of the same thing and, and become? Thing? <laughs> well, that's a good question. I'm, I'm like I'm saying seriously. Uh-huh. Like okay, a chihuahua and a piece of bread. Not the same thing, right? Not in this country. <laughs> Okay, um, that was funny. Um,
1: but yeah, I know what you mean. So the question is,
0: like, like where, you know, when does the, the grains of sand become a heap? When does the tadpole become a fry? Uh-huh. Like, at what point is the is too great to say, oh, these aren't both memories, but they're two different th- types of things? I mean... I, I, I have no doubt that you can conceive of a way in which these two things are the same. And maybe if I shared that criteria, like, yeah, that would follow from that. So maybe, like, going back to our disagreement episode, uh-huh. it's a difference about the scale. Could be. Right? It's a difference uh, with regard to the scale that we're using to measure things as such.
1: I, I keep thinking of, if we think about it from a functional perspective, the internal, the external memory... Most of the time, uh, have the same function. Oh, here's one I, I'm thinking of.
0: Go ahead. There is nothing it is like to be a photograph.
1: Okay. Okay. And there's nothing it's like to be as my memory of my grandpa. Of course, it is. No, you, not the memory. But it's you dealing with the memory that is something like to be. So you're. Oh.
0: So we had agreed previously that the the memory could in theory be abstractly separated from the feelings regarding the memory. Mm-hmm. But in lived experience, mm-hmm. it happens as one. So you do when feel it, the memory as such.
1: When it is internal.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying there is nothing it is like to be an external photograph.
1: Oh, But that there sense, is
0: you. something it is like to be the internal memory. Sure. Okay.
1: That's, again... That's a big difference. Great (laughs) Dane Chihuahua. Um, I I think that I don't think it's such a big difference, though. I think because I think that at the end of the day, the moment you start interacting with the photo, Mm -hmm. then it is possible to have the same kind of relation with it that you have with your internal memory. That part is easier
0: to chew than the.
1: That's. I. I think it's so. Is it possible, would you agree, that it is possible to conceive of a memory that it is stuck in your head and that however you cannot access for whatever reason? Like a repressed memory? Like subconscious, in, uh, unconscious. Like if
0: only I thought hard enough, I'd be able to remember it's there. what time on the clock it was the day this thing happened.
1: Or it's... It's in your head and you are not accessing, it's impossible for you to access until, I don't know, you walk into a grand central station and you see the tile. Or the smell. Or the, yeah, exactly. So is it possible? Can we conceive of that?
0: Yes. So. And that one you can conceive of because it's an interaction.
1: Because when you, the moment you interact, that things comes mm-hmm. and exits, that exit that, that that place that was in, you know, in darkness yeah, yeah, yeah. at first, and then it gets there, right? But then the moment you unlock it, it, it represents itself just like any other memory. It can represent itself like any other memory, right? Until you forget it again. And Maybe. That, is, that is, might be true of most memories. Like, yeah, say. like
0: the idea of like environmental triggers. Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever yeah. it is, right? Sure.
1: Is that memory still a memory where you're not accessing it? After, before. before, before the trigger is that still a memory?
0: So okay, so before I remembered mm-hmm. that day in the house when I smelled this thing upon walking into someone else's house was it a memory? Mm-hmm. So is a is a memory not actively remembered still a memory? Mm-hmm. That's a good question.
1: Because if we say no, then where did it comes from? Because if we say that a memory is to come from. Mm-hmm an event Mm -hmm. from a happening that's when you store it right Mm -hmm. but then if you say that that's not a member until i remember it where does it come from right
0: and are you hoping that i say something like well and you're like oh well if it comes from the interaction of the external object that means it must in some sense be in the external object no 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 no. i'm actually
1: i'm actually just i'm saying that if that's the case a picture is exactly the same thing Mm -hmm. that you know the feelings that you get from it mm-hmm. only happen when you remember it. The same way, the feeling that I might have when you pick it up. Yes, so yeah, it's not that much I... of a difference between the two. It's it's no sorry. no
0: that I don't think that follows. I think the first thing you said is probably <laughs> right,
1: and uh, and <laughs> and I think that at the end of the day. If we're if we're taking this thing seriously, the fact that you can have a memory that you cannot access, no, the sudden you access it, but this still was a memory back mm-hmm. then, uh, I don't see why, in that case, there's nothing like to have that memory either.
0: Okay, I have a follow-up question. Sure. Because I think we're just going to... <laughs> loop to loop here which is fun for me but um i don't think
1: we're gonna agree on this thing yeah i don't
0: think agree to disagree yeah. we i don't think we used that phrase in the disagreement episode no i don't
1: think we. No. maybe uh, i do disagree? <laughs> I disagree. Um,
0: so the the thing i was going to say about chalmers in this talk that happened uh, maybe like between five and ten years ago it was like he used to be like cool with long hair and a leather jacket and then at some point he'd like cut his hair and wear suits and stuff now. But um he, he became a serious person. He uh yes, a very serious person. Um and he talked about um like his phone, like like a smartphone uh-huh. or something. And he said something like something about you is in the phone. Um, because what's I always forget this phrase. It to be my thing, yeah. Okay, something like your phone is outsourced part of your mind, and so if you were to open my phone, and you were to go to my notes tab, um, it says in my total system storage I have four thousand and two or four thousand two hundred notes. Going back all the way nice. to, oh, it's not even going to let me scroll back all the way, but something like I don't know, twenty fourteen, okay. thirteen, 12, I don't even know, like many, many years ago, like ten years ago,
1: let's say, let's and
0: you would say, oh, if someone gained access to this, they would have my memories, mm-hmm. right? And so what Chalmers was saying is like if you put information, right, like re- remind me to do this, mm-hmm. do, th- aren't you just like. Exporting brain work to this thing. You're outsourcing it. Yeah, yeah and if it works, and if you're interacting with it constantly, is it not like a part of who you mm-hmm. are? And I thought it was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. And I think you might be into that kind of thing because it gets into these questions of um, the extended self and all yep. that stuff. Um, but I kind of wonder in general how you think this stuff relates to the concept of computers. Okay. Because when you talk about computer, there's like RAM... So random access memory, which is more like about how, how many, the, how would you say, the load of programs that can run on the computer that it can hold while functioning, functioning optimally. But then you have the hard drive. And this is like the main thing people think of when they think mm-hmm. of memory. Like, oh, my hard drive is 500 gigabytes. Mm-hmm. It's 2 terabytes. It's 4 terabytes. And in a computer, what memory seems to be is stored information.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm kind of wondering, in light of everything that has been said, if you think that counts as a memory. Because I'm guessing something based on what you said, mm-hmm. but I don't know if you're going to say it. Okay. So do you think the thing in my head is the same thing as the
1: hard drive that has a bunch of stuff in it? And by the thing in your head, you mean your memories. Yeah. And by the hard drive, you mean actually what's in the hard drive, not the hard drive itself. Uh, Because there's a difference, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're not talking about the storage unit. We're talking about what's stored in the storage unit. Kind of like the photograph. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Yes, very similar. Okay, see. Very similar.
0: I thought you were going to say that. Very similar. Now,
1: hmm. that is technically, right, very similar there is something that is different you see and this goes back to what we made the difference between the happening the individual and the memory right the individual is the essentiality of the individual is given by is given only when we talk about the feedback loop that comes from the memory okay. to eventually another happening mm-hmm. then the individual is essential because otherwise it's like it's like the 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 mean towards okay, right, and the same way when we talk about the feelings and the emotions or whatever else that he, this memory produces, there is the necessity for an individual, a something, a subject, whatever you want um, and that's it though when it comes to the storage unit. For the transfer surgery, for the for the material, for the information that is stored there, mm-hmm. that once is once it is stored, right? There is technically no need of the of the individual, except for again the physical aspect of it. Ah,
0: but like, okay, so it sounds like you ju- this would just necessarily lead you to argue for strong AI because you're just saying the brain is a computer. No. Okay, how are you not saying that?
1: I'm saying that I'm not saying that. I'm actually saying that the computer is mi- a brain? mimics a, some specific functions of which we are capable as well. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that the computer is that the brain is a computer for sure. Okay. We might be argued that we try to imitate the brain within the computer. Mm-hmm but not the opposite.
0: And do you you don't... I know this from talking to you. You don't think... You don't believe in strong AI. You don't mm-hmm. think that th- what the, the computer computes is the same goings-on as what's happening in your mind. Absolutely not. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: However... Well, yeah. But, but that's for another episode, I guess. No, no, I
0: was going to say my issue mm-hmm. is I don't... I'm not sure how you could hold those two beliefs okay a, that the computer computing's is a fundamentally different thing than the mind minding mm-hmm. but then also saying that the the photograph and the internal memory of like me remembering stuff are both memories
1: because i think that there is a different the difference there is part versus whole right i think that i am i think it's possible to hold there's some elements mm-hmm. of a system that might be identical or similar to some other elements of, a, of another system okay. without the emergent properties of the system being the same as the other system. Okay. So, and how does this apply to that distinction? Specifically? So, I think it is possible to think that memories can be in my brain as a system, as in my mind, I should say, as a system, and in a photograph. In another system, these two things being the same thing. However, the system or in the computer, however, the computer doesn't necessarily have to have the emergent properties that make my mind my mind just because they shared this. Okay.
0: But, I mean, the photograph also doesn't have the emergent properties, right?
1: The the
0: photograph itself. It's not a mind. No, of course not. It's not a mind. Yeah, I think I'm just having, like, I'm just curious to see where the... Like so, we say f- photograph memory, computer memory. We're like, no, that's not the same. I'm, I'm curious, like, where the um, and I'm not the saying distinction would happen.
1: Where the distinction would happen?
0: Like, where at some point you'd be like, oh yes, they're because on the memory with the photograph side, you're like, yes, those are both memories. Um, whereas on the computer,
1: the memory I, in the computer, the memory in the computer is it is just like the memory in my brain, but just the memory though. Mm-hmm. Just the memory part. The computer then is missing all other stuff.
0: It doesn't understand, exactly. right? Like all that stuff. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have the syntactical mm-hmm. components that, missing that Cyril bunch says. Of stuff. It's missing the correlates. I mean, I, see, I would argue that it's not the same because it it doesn't even have a noema. Because mm. okay. it's like I, I like I don't think something. I think I said this already. I don't think a thing by itself could be a like okay. You can't have an object of consciousness without there being a consciousness for the object to be in.
1: But the assumption is the memories are objects of consciousness, necessarily. And or acts. Or acts of consciousness. Yeah. And yes. they are and they they only are that. They only are memories as long as they are acts of consciousness. That's right. Well right. well I think that my thing is like There's an extended version of memory that goes beyond (laughs) that goes beyond the act of consciousness. It might be born as actually, I'm sure, is born as an act of consciousness. Mm -hmm. I'm actively taking the picture, right? Right, 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 right. But then it can solidify. It's like a crystal. It can solidify into something.
0: What's the word of like a time capsule? Like a what do they find with dinosaurs? I was watching Jurassic Park. Uh, Fossil. Yes. Okay. Okay
1: it's uh it's a uh, it, they can live they can live without me and mm. still play the same function i it's like i don't know it's like a baby right it's born from a mother and then it takes a life on its own of its mm. own i guess with limitation it's not like a baby because the, the photograph cannot do all this stuff uh, there was, so i noticed
0: twice you appeal to function
1: mm? well i'm saying because i i think that another thing that that we didn't mention much, but it's, memories have specific functions, right? They they serve specific purposes, Okay, but they're also made of some specific t- stuff and so on.
0: So I can see why, if you're taking the function into consideration, you would group these things more together. Mm-hmm. Because I think I am probably uh, less... You're not thinking of the function. Of the function.
1: But even if we yes, take the yes, function yes. away... I don't think there's that much of a difference between the two, but the discussion is long. And it's I'm not going to gonna be, convince you. To be continued. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's... I
0: think this was good. This was. I feel like this. The memory one. We went like in so many different. Like we were all the way over here in this episode, and then now we're talking about a whole different thing. I didn't expect that because memory yeah. seemed like very specific. Yeah. No. But it never is.
1: Nope. Evidently not. Noise. There was a weird noise.
0: That
1: a... Oh, that's a. It's probably they're walking through.
0: They're coming to get us. It's the cops. Let's hope
1: not. They already heard the episode before. (laughs) All right. I'll see you guys. See you later.